Welcome to You're Not That Special. My name is Emily. And I'm Sarah. We're two Enneagram 4 INFJs here to talk with you about mental health, eating disorder recovery, and the challenges that we all face. I said to take that back and say three nice things about yourself. <laughs> um, I like my hair. Your hair does look great today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm a good aunt. And... I am doing a lot of hard work. That you're proud of yourself for? Yeah. Good. I'm proud of you too. Thanks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Might need that sometime. <laughs> All right. So today we get to hear from Tess Patterson. And. I am stoked to have her coming on. Absolutely. Tess is somebody that I knew before she was even a dietitian. Wow. You go and, way back. <laughs> way back. Um, so I've uh, just been the outside viewer of, you know, bits and pieces of her journey and was able to have her facilitate support group at Sage Nutrition and um, she helped with developing some other programming there. She's she was one of those real go-getters, you know, mm-hmm. in the internship and even before. And so she's always been working really hard to have experience in the eating disorder um, treatment programs and community as a whole. And now she's working as a private practice registered dietitian. She's working towards her certification to be um, certified eating disorder registered dietitian. So it's just... Oh, makes my heart happy to yeah. have um, seen her travel this journey. So I'm excited for you all to get to hear from her and how her experience personally and professionally kind of comes together. Yeah, she really shared, and it comes through so much in just hearing the way that she talks about her work, mm-hmm. how much she how much passion and yeah. care she has for the people she works with and the people, all the people in her life. Um, that just, she's one of those people that when she talks about that, like there's no doubt that it oh, is yeah. so genuine. I mean, Absolutely. she truly, it's, it's incredible. So yeah. I loved just listening to her talk about her work and everything. Like it was great and really um, inspiring and just made me feel like, jazzed and I know. you know it was just really good and um well the exciting thing is like she's still a young dietitian so yeah she's got so many years ahead of her of yeah making a difference in people's lives and she's already doing phenomenal at it yes so without further ado here is Tess Okay. Well, welcome, Tess. It's so great to have you on You're Not That Special. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> We're excited to have you. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. We've had we've had some really fun conversations and it just keeps getting better and better. So um, yeah, it's, yeah, this is like way better than <laughs> we anticipated it to be. Um, so it's yeah, been fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, fun when that happens. <laughs> yeah. 
as like kind of just a general intro in you know our way of um asking like who are you and how would you um respond to that kind of without you know all the roles that we typically fill in our life and how we might say you know I'm Emily I'm dietitian whatever like who are you as Tess yeah um I love this question a lot because I feel like I've went through ebbs and flows in life where I found my identity in those roles. So it was always like, Hey, when I was growing up, I was a girl who played volleyball. So I was a volleyball player. Then it was like, I'm studying to be a dietitian. Then I am a dietitian. So like, what is it? And I challenge my clients with this all the time. And I say like, who, like, what are the characteristics that make you who you are? And so for me, I definitely know that I'm empathetic. I'm kind, spontaneous, adventurous, um, open-minded, um, joyful. Uh, there's, there's so many different words that I feel like I can use to just be like, Hey, I just like, look like to find myself and to find my identity in something that's not a label. It's just, it's so important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Those are great. <laughs> yeah. And just like how you seek to live your life day to day. Um, I seek to live my life in a, in alignment with those things more day to day. I think that, yeah, I try to make sure that I'm prioritizing it, taking care of myself because I am a very empathetic person. So I want, and I love the work that I do so much that I end up, uh, investing a lot in people and it's really easy to, to neglect yourself. So in order to like live in accordance to those things, I try to prioritize things that I enjoy and, um, things that make me who I am that way. Like I kind of have that good, like balance in life where I'm separating Mm -hmm. myself from my work and and finding all of my like worth in that space. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. Yeah, I think, you know, even like doing this podcast was like another thing that kind of wrapped us into the world of eating disorders and recovery, Mm -hmm. mental health. Um, But it's been cool to have like a different type of outlet to have these conversations. Um, Right. But it's hard, like finding those balances in our work and even what we're doing for fun can sometimes (laughs) be... um, along the same lines as our work. Um, so I'm right. really glad to hear, yeah, like how you're prioritizing yourself in the midst of that. It's, it's definitely hard, uh, but it is something, it's a work in progress because I, I definitely, when I first got into the field and was working in the field, it was like, when a client got mad at me, I was crying. <laughs> I was like, oh no. And then it was like, wait a second, like they're, like I am, I'm just walking alongside them in this journey and like, I'm walking on my own journey. And Mm -hmm. so like, it's, it's okay that they're separated and that I'm not, I don't, I don't feel the weight of all, all of their progress. Yeah. You wait till the day that it's like, I want them to be mad at me because (laughs) (laughs) then it's like, we're making progress and we're pushing against the things that, you know, challenging them in good ways. (laughs) True. Maybe I should look at it that way because for me, I was just like, oh my gosh, they're mad at me. I'm not doing my job. (laughs) No, you're doing your job because I think being a dietitian is like one of the hardest. No, they're all hard. Okay. Sorry. I'm they are (laughs) they're all hard um yeah but we're dealing with the food component and that's like 
yeah, it's so scary. I had a, I had a really interesting conversation with a therapist that I work with at one point where she was like, it's really funny. Cause you get the brunt end of like being the bad guy when you're really like, not the bad guy. Right. The bad guy. <laughs> and I was just like, and I have had conversations with parents where they're just like, oh, I know that she, she's like really mad at you right now. Like, and I'm just like, I'm like, one day she'll come back around and she won't yeah. think that I'm the enemy anymore. <laughs> so like, and I always tell them, I'm like, in my real life, people would never look at me as like public enemy number one. <laughs> so it's an interesting plot twist. Yeah. <laughs> Throw yeah. an eating disorder in there. And- <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so along like your journey, like through the whole process of like everything you've been through in your own experiences, what would you say some of the, like, you're not that special moments are that you've experienced? Uh, Oh man. Um, I think some of them, a lot of them are just that you're not alone in the journey. So it's like, I've, I've sat with a lot of clients in the spaces and just being like, wow, like I've felt the same things that you've been going through and like allowing them to not find their identity in it because it's really easy for them to find their identity in their eating disorder Mm -hmm. and being like, this is what makes me like a unique person or like makes me stand out amongst my friends or amongst my peers or in my family. And it's like, Hey, you don't have to like live in alignment with like those behaviors. So I feel like a lot of times too, it's just like, it feels really nice to, uh, whether it's with clients or whether it's with just friends and families to just realize like, Hey, we're all kind of just like a mess. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all just going on the journey together. And so it's just like, I think that's also a space in which like, as a professional, like you're like, Oh wow. I don't always have to like present myself as if I'm like perfect and have everything together. Like I'm allowed to like be very open in this space too, and be human because sometimes I know for me, it's like, I can feel like I need to present myself in a way as if I have the answers. And I'm like, I have, I might have some guidance, but I don't have all the answers. Mm -hmm. Um, which is like super nice and realizing like, okay, like I, I'm not, like we're all kind of just going through this mess mm-hmm. of life together. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Well, and we all have different things. Like somebody might have an eating disorder. Somebody might have, you know, severe anxiety or depression, um, other personality disorders or mental health disorders. Like we're yeah. all going to have something going on in our life. We might have a lot of grief, right. like, and we're responding to something. So like, right. we have more that we can relate two together than not than not relating yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah and I've always appreciated when like professionals that I've worked with in my journey like do show up like as human and don't try to like it doesn't feel like they're putting on this like front of like I do have it all figured out and like here's what you need to do and this is the exact path that you need to take but it's more of yeah they're walking alongside me in the journey and yeah. That I can see that they're human and just understand that they also have their things mm-hmm. going on. Like we're just all, like you said, kind of <laughs> a mess sometimes and just trying to figure things out. Like, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's honestly, it's always so good to hear. It's just like, it's so helpful when like professionals come to the, and I've had friends and family tell me that all the time when I'm like, really just like not in a great space. 
they're, they'll challenge me and be like, what does it look like if you like show up like that and are honest with your clients, like pretty forthcoming in that, like, how would that change your day? How would that change how your clients are able to like sit in that space with you and feel maybe like a sigh of relief? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, wow. Because, and I've had clients look at me and they're just like, you seem like you have your life all together. And I go, (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I don't love that that's how I'm coming across. I don't. (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, that's a great point. Like, it's a good like check of, okay, how am I portraying myself? Am I being relatable and empathetic or am I working really hard to mask what I'm going through right now? Yeah. Right. Not that we have to like lay our heart and yeah. soul out. I, that wouldn't be appropriate <laughs> um, no. clinically yeah. either, but like, it's okay to be authentic and real of like, mm-hmm. I'm a human being too. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think it puts a lot, a lot less pressure on the sessions to be honest, oh, yeah, <laughs> because you're just like, Oh my gosh, I don't have to like be perfect and have all the right answers. Like for an hour, Mm-hmm. on an hour on an hour on an hour like <laughs> right. it's like oh like I can breathe and almost it's almost like opening in like creative space to allow that client's journey like into the room and just being like okay like how, let's navigate this let's explore yeah. let's mm-hmm. be creative on solutions yep. because like you're not diff- you're you're so much different than like the person I had before there's similarities, but there are also unique differences to like mm-hmm. how you're coming into this space. And like, it allows us to breathe and not yeah. feel the pressure. I love <laughs> to, like, that. Feel like, like call yeah. it a creative space, like right. make that a creative space of like, what can we do with this? Yeah. 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 In like, I mean, I feel like you'd already kind of responded to, um, the next question that we have, but um, just furthermore, like how that response of who you are as an individual and then alongside your, your, you're not that special moment. um, How Mm -hmm. does that like come together and influence your day-to-day life? And not just, I mean, like in your work, but like also outside of that too. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm able, I think, that's been what it has been really nice just about like I think working in this space and then also just realizing like who I am as a person is I'm able to present that to the people that I love and care about most as well Mm -hmm. so it's like I'm able to interact with people differently because I know where like my worth my value and who I am as a person like I know those characteristics about myself and I'm able to like label those about myself but then I'm also able to be like I know like the space in which that I work with clients. Um, And I'm also able to notice like, hey, we're not as different as, or as we all think we are, like we are different, Mm -hmm. but we're not different, right? which is also nice. It's like that bringing together of everybody. And so I think it's allowed me to be more intentional with the way that I interact with the world around me. I think it's made me like be able to be just more authentic and more vulnerable in like the day-to-day life, because then it's not just like, it it doesn't feel as segmented. It feels like everything's Mm -hmm. able to like blend together Mm -hmm. and I'm able to like, love people more like efficiently I'm able to like interact with the world around me in a more authentic way um and I it honestly just makes life more enjoyable yeah 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 oh goodness 
in that, like, do you have a piece of advice that you feel like has been the best that you've received and something like that you do share with your clients? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a variety of different advice that has been given. One that immediately comes to my mind, Emily, it's funny, it came from you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is I remember when I was like working with you at one point and you said to me, like, you're only able to take your clients as far as you've taken yourself. And so I have taken that into so many spaces with my clients on being like in anything, because it goes beyond just like the recovery sector. It's just like, okay, how am I being vulnerable with Mm -hmm. my clients or vulnerable with the people around me? Like, because I can't expect them to like want to mutually give me the same if they're not. Um, And then, yeah, I think it just continues to like keep me grounded in like, hey, You know, anything that I'm asking my clients to do, even if it's just like therapeutic approaches of just being like, hey, are you willing to like, like I had, okay, I'm going to go into a little story. I had a client client, um, a couple of weeks ago, she, her therapist was like testing her for OCD and it was like a new thing for her. And she was just like, I, it's such an intense assessment and all this stuff. And, um, and I was telling her, I was very vulnerable. And I was just like, you know, I have this like kind of OCD tendency that I like check all my car doors like three or four times before I like go inside because I'm paranoid that like someone's going to break into my car. And so we were talking about it and like laughing about it, but she was like, making a joke and kind of therapizing me and was like, you should like challenge that. And I was like, I will, I will, if you'll challenge. (laughs) And so I came back uh, around like two weeks later and she asked, she was like, how's everything going? And I was like, actually, you know what? I've only ever checked my driver's side door every time that I log it once when I go inside. And I was like, because <laughs> I want to, I wanted to be the example. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, hey, what I'm asking you to do, like, I will also do the work, even though yeah. I'm so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I may not have understood how uncomfortable <laughs> I was, especially when like, my apartment complex recently was like, we've gotten break-ins in people's cars. And I'm oh, like, gosh. that doesn't help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that I was like, if I'm asking my clients to do this work, then like, am I also like yeah. doing the same work? And so um, I think that was just like a great, a great challenge for me because it was like a very uncomfortable experience. Yeah. I'm really um, proud um, of you. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> tough. That was hard. Huge. I can relate. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's hard. I thought, yeah, there's like a whole tangent I could go down with some of those things, which I went with my client into. But um, yeah, I thought it was really helpful. But like, I think that that's been really great advice for me. Um, and then I think the other great advice that I've been given a lot is uh, being able to kind of like leave work at work. And so like be able to like at the end of the day, like be able to like kind of lay everything at the door and just be like, hey, I'm doing everything that I possibly can to like serve and love my clients well. But at some point I do have to like detach from that. Like, um, and so that's always been good advice for me as well. Yeah, Um, that's a, that's a great point too. Yeah, that was really, yeah, sorry, not about me, but (laughs) that was really hard for me to learn of like not taking it all home and then losing sleep over hard situations. And even like, even the positive things too. Like, Mm -hmm. I think 
not that we can't take that with us, but it's like having that still some level of like detachment, but it's like, right. Like I can find my own joy in things. Like I don't need to only be getting it from my client's successes. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's so good. It's interesting. Cause I had a conversation with my dad a couple of weeks ago where he was just like, <laughs> I don't even know. I have so my dad's a great guy and he's very, very <laughs> wise, but <laughs> he's a very wise guy. Um, and he was like, draw three circles on a piece of paper. And he was just like, write with what's within your span of control, what you have the power to influence and what's out of your control. And it's really like, it continues to like open my mind and being like, what are the things that I like with clients? It's like, what am I trying to control? What am I trying to take ownership of that? Mm. I don't have power over, but I have the power to influence. So it's like, I realize so often in spaces with clients, it's like, I'm here to offer you like what I know Uh about food, what I know about how it nourishes the body. I want to offer you therapeutic skills, but like at the end of the day, those are yours to like grab onto. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't, I don't have the power to make the changes for you. If I right. did, all of my clients would walk out <laughs> the door with like everything on session number one. Right. But realizing that that's also some of like a lot of the beauty of the journey of just like exploring and realizing like your power, your potential, your resilience, your ability to like overcome hard things is like to be able to uh, allow your clients to have that control on yeah. that, mm-hmm. like some of that, some of that pseudo control. Cause yeah. Control. Yeah. But yeah. That's a really cool exercise. Like that's something yeah. that I'm like, okay, I need to I remember need to that, that and that try down. that. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where he got it from. He's just a wise guy. He just, what were the three points again? Um, he said, draw a circle. That's what's within your span of control. Okay. Um, what you have the power to influence and then what's without like outside of your span of okay. control. So okay. his examples were like, what's outside your control? Like you don't get to dictate the weather, but what's right. under your influence is like, Hey, how do I prepare for the weather? Right. Yeah. What's within your span of control? Like having a rain jacket. Um, yeah. and so, yeah. Um, but I thought it was really great. Cause I think we're all very relational beings. And so I think a lot of times I know like a lot of the work when I sat down and did that with him was like, I want to control the outcome of this situation with this person and realizing like, I don't have the power to control their outcome, like Mm -hmm. how they respond. I have the power to influence how I respond. Like I have the power to influence their response, but I have the power to control how I respond in that situation. And so um, I think it can be very like liberating to realize like uh-huh. it's hard, but liberating to realize that there's a lot less that I have control over. Yeah. yeah, You don't have to carry all of that. Yeah. It's not like your responsibility yeah. to fix these things because mm-hmm. you can't like, yeah. it's not possible. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah liberating. That is, um, definitely a word that comes to mind for me because <laughs> yeah. otherwise it, you can start to get resentful or, like feel like you're carrying the burdens of the world if you take on everybody's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it feels just very heavy. And then you walk yeah. around in that way and you don't get to walk around as like lighthearted as I think a lot right. of us want to, as mm-hmm. we want to have like open-mindedness to like what the world has to offer us in any new season or any new journey. And like, yep. we don't allow ourselves to have that if we carry a lot of other things with us. It just yeah, gets really, sure. really heavy. Yeah. 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 
Well, what would be, whether it's in your career or your personal like journey in life, whatever, um, what's mm-hmm. some of like your proudest moments that you've achieved? Um, man, I think there are, there, are, I mean, a lot of, oh golly, I'm like, which way do I go? And there's <laughs> like going in like three different directions. You uh, can share more than one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to try to like bucket it or I'm going to be like in my like personal life. I think that some of the proudest moments that I've had is failing and then getting back up again. So that's happened a lot in my life. And it's funny because like, I'll talk to lots of different people and they'll just be like, oh yeah, I've never failed this. Or like, I really struggle with failing or all that kind of stuff. And it's like, there's a part of me that's like a little jealous where I'm like, man, I really wish that was my life. <laughs> but then there's this other part of me that realizes like I developed resilience and like understanding like my true strength by like not necessarily like getting what I want when I first wanted it or yeah. like when I first thought of it, but having to like fail, fall and like learn and discover more about like my ability to like get back up and mm-hmm. continue trying because like in any given situation that can like totally tear you down where you don't want to give the effort to try again. And so I think that, um, that has just been, that has allowed me to really understand like how strong, uh, mentally and like physically I truly am. Um, and then kind of like alongside that as well has just been, um, really taking the time, to discover like who I am has been one of the most critical things that I think I could give advice on for anyone in their life is just like spend like time, like, and everyone, it could look very different for me. It was like, I am going to sit down and I'm actually going to write out like, who is Tess? Like write out characteristics. Um, and I had a friend who gave me a really great exercise and I, have chat I've given that advice to my clients as well when they are struggling with finding their identity outside of their eating disorder or body image or those types of things is my friend told me she goes reach she goes you write out a word that you believe describes you and then reach out to like your three to five closest people in your life and then ask them to send you a word that they would use to describe you Mm. and then write it on a list and then read it to yourself. So it's like, it's this weird combination of like being vulnerable enough to ask someone what they think of you, but then also it's like positive affirmations, which I have all my clients are like, I hate positive affirmations. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, how long have you worked on them for? Um, But I think it was one of the things that helped me see myself more clearly because it's like, I not only had to take the responsibility to also pick a word for myself, Mm -hmm. but then I was able to like, I, you trust the people who know you best and they're able to see you most clearly when you can't clearly see yourself. Mm -hmm. And so it was so great to be able to be like, oh, these are qualities that like either, yes, I do see in myself, um, but I'm neglecting to like nurture or they're just like things that I would have never used to describe myself because I think I see all the like, ick that's in me too and um and realizing that like wow I am like much more than like what I'm giving a lot of like my worth and value and like time and brain space to 
Um, and so I would say that would be the other like piece of advice that for my personal life has really like changed me as like spending time on knowing who I am, um, because it allows me to walk into the world in a different way every day. Um, and then, uh, some of the proudest moments that I've had with clients, I would say is there is nothing quite like when you have a client who comes back around, like whether like however long you've worked with them, or if you worked with them for like a short period of time, a long period of time, but they'll like come back around out of nowhere. And they'll just be like, you have really impacted or like changed the way that I like interact with food or interact with my body or see the world. And you're just like, first of all, you're like, a lot of times that happens on days where you're just like feeling it, like everything's really heavy around you. And you're just like, well, I'm not like, there've been moments where I've been like, I'm a terrible dietitian and I don't know what I'm doing. And then a client will like text me a couple days later and will be like, you have really impacted me. And I'm just like, I'm making a difference. And I didn't even realize it. (laughs) (laughs) But it's one of, those are some of the proudest moments because it's like, it's not, it's great that like, I, I, it feels purposeful. It's like, Hey, what yeah. I do matters. But then it's also just like, wow, I'm so glad that this person gets to have like the fullness of life that like, I mm-hmm. want have wanted them to experience from the first time that I met them that I want everyone to experience because I would never want anyone to like have to go through the hardships that I've, I went through that my clients have walked through that, that they've walked through with me. And so it's so sweet when you get to like have that full circle moment of just being like, yeah. wow, this is, it's beautiful that like, like that, that I get to see this through with you and get yeah. to see you on this other side. So uh, those are, yeah, the yeah. moments. I love they that. really are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I love, course. I love what you mentioned about like, with times that you've failed and fallen down and then getting back up and like seeing that like resiliency in yourself, because I think that, you know, everybody wants to be resilient, but we don't like gain resilience through things going well. Like we only like build that up when we do fail and fall down and stuff. So I think that that, like having that awareness of like seeing that in yourself is just like, that's beautiful. And I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Takes a lot of integrity to, to recognize that those moments are stepping stones and building blocks rather than like defining who you are as a person, like mm-hmm. falling and failing right. does not define you. Um, no. Yeah. It, even if you do, choose not to get back up, like it right. still doesn't define right. um, who you are as a person. That is a moment and time yeah Mm -hmm. yeah what what's a message that you want other people to hear from your story and your lived experience in recovery and working in the field um you know this is something that I thought about quite a bit over the last couple days um hope I think is probably the biggest thing Um, just because I feel like I have a lot of either friends, family and or clients who will walk into spaces and just feel like, what is the point? And to be able to say like, even if it's the smallest speck of like a light at the end of the tunnel, like to, to realize that there's 
more than this moment Mm -hmm. or more than the moments that that person has experienced and just holding on to like, Hey, there's something like there's, there's life that's greater in front of you. Like to be able, like, that's, that's what I want people to probably just take away the most from just like my life is realizing like, Hey, there's always going to be, um, like hope and light at the end of the tunnel. And like, I want, I want my clients to also walk away from like sessions feeling more hopeful. Um, and that doesn't always, that doesn't always happen. Um, but if I can give them an ounce of like, Hey, the life that you're living is half the life that you could be living because like you're hindering your ability to like, um, experience the world like Mm -hmm. more greatly. Um, that would be the advice that I would give them. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, you in that position have such a unique experience of being able to see the things that the client Mm -hmm. can't see in those moments. And yeah, it might not be every session that they walk around, walk out, you know, feeling like, oh yeah, got a great piece of advice, but it might be two days later or a week later, month later that it really hits them. And so it still matters that like Mm -hmm. you're investing that into them and you're taking the time to share that message of hope with them and demonstrating too like I mean that's what's so incredible for me and having known you of like watching your journey is like Mm -hmm. being able to see that hope like continually be displayed and that it's always Mm -hmm. there like there's still hard moments but there's always hope (laughs) yeah yeah I appreciate that yeah yeah Well, as we kind of wrap up a little bit, we just have like fun, get to know you question easier than the, who are you? (laughs) Um, Which is funny because it's like, I love those questions. Right? I mean, defining questions. I mean, you'll either connect with people or not like, (laughs) well, this one's big, I guess, but are you more of a mountain or beach vacation person? mountain yes like so I was like that's so it's so ironic because I'm going to Colorado in like three days oh (laughs) Oh, nice very much like mountains person yeah Um, I love the mountains I feel just very free and like most alive when I'm in nature so um I'm excited yeah Uh, I'm with you I'm jealous that you're going I Uh, I want to (laughs) go I know I'm like kind of like all right next three days like I got a lot of clients but it's okay (laughs) (laughs) totally worth it you got to have those moments that fill your bucket too yeah 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 oh gosh well this has been fun being able to ask you these questions and just hear from you is there like anything else that you would want people to know um a message you want to share with our community man um you know what's funny is like I had this conversation with someone a couple weeks ago where it was like what would your tagline be or whatever like if you were like a like a tagline that you would have for your like clients and um the tagline that I kind of like conceptualized probably quite a long time ago was uh the relationship that we have um like my goal with clients is always like the relationship that we have with food and our bodies. Like I want it to be one that foster that you can foster for the entirety of your life. So it's like, that's like probably like the biggest um, takeaway message that 
I would have, but I also tell clients all the time now I go, realizing that our relationship with food in our body is one that is going to change throughout mm-hmm. the entirety of our life is also really important. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like, yes, I need to nurture it for the entirety of my life, but it's also going to ebb and flow through different seasons. So like being gentle on yourself and being kind on yourself um, as you are navigating through just life experiences and life changes like is so important. There's not biggest message. There's not an end goal. There's yeah. not like this stuck point where it's just like, I'll eventually get there. It's just like, no, like you're going to continue to like discover things about yourself and things about the way that you interact with the world for the entirety of your life. And so like just having open hands and kind of relinquishing some of that control is, yeah. is super freeing. So yes. Open hands. open hands. Yes. yes. I love that. <laughs> I, would, I just have like that yeah. title of the episode. Open hands. <laughs> yeah. Open hands. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. No, that's so true. Yeah. Like, I mean, we're always, I hopefully, you know, learning and using those experiences to grow into healthier versions of ourselves. but like, there's never a ultimate healthy version that right. we're done. No. <laughs> Right. Exactly. It's just like being, being able to acknowledge that is like a, is a huge thing. It's like yeah. there's no state of arrival. Exactly. Yeah. It's just navigating what that looks like. So and, uh, being open and ready to like learn from all of our experiences and continue to grow. Like it's, it can be hard, but it's yeah. like also, it's so worth it. It's so worth it. Like it's so <laughs> worth it. Yeah. 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 It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, it's so fun to see how far you've come and that you're getting to have this yeah. continued impact on clients. I'm so proud of you. Oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, that means so much. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate you guys having me. This has been so fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys Great. so much. It you're was welcome. so good yeah. to see you and talk to you. So good to see you too. Have a Thanks safe to trip touch. to Colorado. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, we'll All see right, you later. Guys, bye. Bye. bye.